Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm Jen. I'm Jen. We're here. It's interview day. We have another Jessica on the show today. Oh, I did not even register that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Oh, I I felt that that Jessica energy as soon as she got on the mic. Oh, okay. Is that a good energy? Yeah, of course it is. It's, you know, as my friend JY says, it's not just a name. It's a lifestyle. I need I need JY to start writing stuff down. I feel like she comes up on like almost every other podcast. She's like our guru in like she's like the fairy angel of Fat Mascara. I don't even know if she listens, but like No. Well, everybody like thousands and thousands of people know who JY is I from love this JY. podcast. JY is so she's in that she's in the Fat Mascara Facebook group. So give the her fan, a shout the, out. The she fan, has a, yeah, the fan Facebook group. She's got that the, Jessica lifestyle going for yeah, her. So um you can tag her and <laughs> just mention her. She'll write back. <laughs> She'll love it. Um, you know, this is a different Jessica, Jessica Richards. Uh she's the founder of Shen Beauty. It's a boutique in Brooklyn. It all, they also offer treatments like microblading, facials, waxing. I you know, honestly, I was thinking back, I cannot remember when I first met Jessica. But she's always been in the beauty world sort of as like the cool sister I never had who like just knows about beauty products before anyone else. And you just kind of trust her opinion on it. She's worked as a fashion stylist. She's worked in fashion beauty merchandising. We actually talk about that a little bit. 
And she helped launch Free People's expansion um, into beauty back in 2016. She also does consulting, brand development, but her main gig is running Shen Beauty. And they recently moved into a larger store. Jess and Jess and Jess had a good chat too about like their, how retail is changing in the post-pandemic world. So we talk about that. But listen, if you are, if you work for a beauty brand, you own a beauty brand, you're thinking of starting a beauty brand. You'll love this interview because she gives you invaluable advice on how to get your products noticed, especially retailers. But if you don't, you're just a beauty obsessive like us, you'll still love this because she's talking about all of these new like cult favorite products she's discovered, including, I have to say, this is one of those interviews where you must stick till the end (laughs) because... Wow, Jess and I, Jess Matlin and I discovered a new product because of Jess Richards. I'm just going to say it's a women's pleasure serum and we were fascinated. It kind of blew our minds. So stick through to the end so you can hear about that too. We hope you enjoyed the interview. Let's join the Jessica lifestyle. Jessica Richards, welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi, how are you guys? I'm good. It's so good to see you. It's you been too. a minute since, we, since we've caught up. It's been a really long time, actually, especially with COVID, the lost years of life. Oh, <laughs> good times. So we told everybody who you are and all the great things you've done. I want to get a little bit of background of how you landed where you are now. So like, why and... I know the how is a hard question, but why and how did you start Shen Beauty? Give us some background on your career. Oh my God. It's such an interesting road, or it is for me, I guess. I would say the why behind it is very simple. I grew up in Southern California in an organic lifestyle. I was the only kid at school that brought a whole wheat bread with turkey and sprouts. And I used to trade everybody for their tater tots at lunch. Like my mother was a workout (laughs) fanatic and personal trainer. So been using coconut on her body. She's 73. So like forever, you know? And so I guess the organic, natural, clean beauty angle came from that. Mm -hmm. But I moved to New York when I was 17 to go to school at FIT. And I went to school for fashion merchandising and I worked, you know, in the magazine world. And then I quit when I found out I was pregnant with my first son. And shortly after I had him, I thought I would be a stay-at-home mother. And shortly after I had him, my cream broke out of my cabinet. And just for every, everybody always asks what it was. It was the... Oh, face cream. Yeah, Yeah, right. It was the Natura Bise diamond one. (gasps) which was expensive, but I was never a beauty fanatic ever. Like I liked one mascara, one cleanser, one cream at a time, but I would go and hunt for like the best one and use it up and buy a new one. I was never an overuser of products or anything. And so I was living, I'd moved to Brooklyn, Carroll Gardens, and I just had this baby, maybe, you know, two months after he was born, this cream dropped. I went up to Smith and Court Street, which are like, you know, kind of like a Melrose Place now or um, a Hudson and Bleecker in Manhattan, you know, like your sort of main routes. And there was nothing there other than CVS and a Flight 001 store. Do you remember that store? <laughs> I know that store. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it sold Mario Badescu. And I realized, I was like, oh my God, I'm always going into the city, Barney's or Space NK. I'm going to open a damn beauty store in Brooklyn. Which has like 5 million people. And that's crazy that yeah, yeah. it didn't. And I, I, prior to that, like when I was growing up, I worked at this store called Second Reef. Um, It was a fashion store. I was full-time employee all through high school. I just really loved it. And then when I moved, I moved to Aspen for a year before New York and I worked at the store called Polar Revolution. And I only started working there because the cute boys were there. And then I turned it into like a snowboard rental snowboard store. And I made the guy buy streetwear when Miss 60 and Diesel were like the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so I, you know, I, a curation is a, a, is a very overused term now, but I would say I kind of started then. And then when I opened Shen, the concept was to bring in all the European products that when I was traveling all the time working or visiting family or whatever, I was bringing back for friends or we were all talking about and wanting. And so I really have to give credit where credit is due. I took Nikki Kennard's model and I just flipped what she did. So like when she... And Nikki Kennard of Space NK. Yes. For people who don't know. Yeah, Space NK. I love her, adore her and 
have to give credit to her. So she, when she opened in the UK, she opened with all American brands, right? Nothing European. And so, but when she opened in the US, it was the same brands. So it was all American brands. She didn't bring in the U, the European brands, the US. So it was basically kind of like what she did there. I then did here and flipped her model. So you're, when you're saying when she opened, she started obviously in the UK and she brought in all the American brands. Mm-hmm. Like she brought in um, Trish, NARS. What, she yeah. brought in... Trish, um, yeah. Yeah, right. But then when she opened, she expanded... Mm-hmm. into the U.S. She, it was the same assortment. Right. She didn't bring in all of the... She didn't flip the buy, right? So Okay. So you're saying that that's what you did? That's what I did. So she took all of the brands that she was already sold, selling there that were American brands because at that point, Manzanita had bought it, right? Right. Yeah, I was about to say, she, it wasn't really her, it wasn't her running anymore. the show at that point. Exactly. So when I opened Shen, I was like, I was thinking about it. Like, there's all these brands and Space and K is here. Why would they not have done that? Mm -hmm. What year was that that you opened, Shen? 2010. Okay. Yeah, before Instagram. (laughs) How many times has she said that? That's how I date myself. Before IG and after IG. that's how I date myself. Right, right. Why do you call it Shen? Well, so when I first opened, it was, you know, when I was opening the store, I had this concept in 2009, and that was the economic crash, and no banks were loaning any money. And I had saved up half what I had bankrolled as, you know, in my, not very good at the financial side of it, but in my P&L and my, you know, my whole budget, I had half the money that I needed to open the store. So I started going to banks and I didn't have a name yet. That was the hardest thing to come up with. And I started going to banks and they looked at me like I was crazy. Lady, you're blonde. You're 25 years old. You want to borrow X amount of dollars and open an organic beauty store. No one gives a shit about organic beauty and the financial world is falling apart. Like, no, we are not giving you money. Mm -hmm. So I was standing at a concert Um, with my now ex and we were talking and it was this a couple that was performing that that evening and they wanted nothing to do with myself and the other man's wife so it was the record executive my ex and the two performers and they sort of like ended up talking in a circle and we kind of got pushed out (laughs) and we started talking and she was British and she said um you know, what do you do? And I said, well, I used to work in fashion and now I'm in the process of figuring out how to open this beauty store. And she Mm -hmm. said, I just moved from London. I would love to like learn about it. I used to be a beauty writer in the UK. Mm -hmm. So we went to lunch once. She really loved it. We went to lunch again the next week and she brought this deck and she said, when I, before I moved here, I was planning on creating this organic brand called Shen, but I'm not, I didn't end up doing it. And I, you know, if you want to use the name, I have all the branding and I didn't love the branding, but I loved the name because I loved what the use of the name was. It was the, the concept of Shen is what the Egyptians wore. It was an amulet that they wore around their neck, which was a circle with a line underneath. And it meant eternal protection of the earth. And because I was trying to open this organic and natural, which natural meant She's putting air quotes then. just so you all know. <laughs> yes, natural meant something. She's aware, she's aware what you're ago. thinking right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, okay, that really is cohesive in thought, right? And it makes sense and it's a nice name and it doesn't have my name. I don't want my name anywhere on it. And so she ended up becoming my somewhat business partner. About a year in, I, I bought her out. But that was how it started. And I just started because Brooklyn needed something. Little did I know that like every one of my friends from Manhattan now lives in South Brooklyn pretty much. Do you still like the name? Um, At first, it was really confusing because people didn't know me. They would meet me and say, oh, I thought you were Asian. Like, no, I'm a blonde from California. <laughs> oh, it and does it's, like, it's kind of sound and, like, sh- and it's like Asian Shen word. Yun is the dance troupe, right? So people, are, yeah, 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 right. Um, so at first it kind of bothered me. Now, do I still like the name? I think it's a nice name, but I think it could have been anything, you know? I just wouldn't yeah. want it to be called Jessica's Beauty. Like, that's so cheesy. Jess's Beauty Boutique. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh my God. 
No, but I, mean, I think about it like, you know, it was when people ask us, like, you know, like fat mascara, it's like, you know, if we were to start the show today, I wouldn't call it fat mascara. I still like it, but we're in a different place. Right. Like you're a different person than when you started it. And oh you God, have a, yes. the history that you're telling me now with this name is even more complicated than mm-hmm. I thought it was. Yeah. So I'd have to imagine you probably have some other names in your back pocket. I've if you if you it's, I mean, you can't do it now. I can't change it now. Like we just <laughs> unless you wanted to, you could. Well, you could. I could, right? But I use all my SEO and I lose. Yeah. right. I lose everything. I know it's hard. And we just did a rebrand and reopened in a new location, six seven blocks down the street. That's three times the size and three times the price of rent and three times everything. And yeah. When I was doing it, my friend Anthony, who run who owns Mythology, uh, he said, "Should we change the name?" And I said to him, "I can't. I own the trademark. I know. You know, I have all this press that's linked back to it. I, I can't change the name. It's like you're in a band. Yeah, you're just kind of stuck with it. It's so a good band. It's a good it, band to be it's in. It's fine. I mean, would I change the name if I could? Probably yes, but I still yeah. think it's a nice name." No, it, it it sounds pretty. It's just so interesting how these you know stories come about. Yeah. So yeah. you have this new Never space. Know. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about the new. Space. I know you have like treatment rooms now and you do a lot of services. But Jess and I were very excited to have you on because I feel like you're a curator. Obviously, we had some experience in merchandising and buying, and I know that's not all that you do. But right now in beauty, there's just this like plethora of stuff. There's just so much out there. And I was like, who can help us make sense of what's going on right now? And I was like, Jess Richards can, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I'm just, just kind of overwhelming. And that's us who are two people who know beauty. I can't imagine a lay person, what they think when they walk into Shen, let alone like an Ulta beauty or something like that. So tell us, how does the process of like curating and editing down what you want to sell work? Like how did it work in that ski shop when you started there? And how does it work at Shen? Like what what do you do to find the good stuff? Thank you for the compliment. But I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's constantly changing, right? So like when I was in the ski shop, it was, you have an opportunity here to sell other apparel. People are coming in. Like, what are you doing? So let's go to the trade show and buy some streetwear brands that aren't sold in Aspen and see if they sell and we'll do a small buy. Okay, fine. Then it's still alive and it's a streetwear store 100% not a snowboard store at all for years. Ironic, Mm -hmm. right? With Shen, it was bringing in only European, you know, non-U.S. brands or some like very small U.S. brands, but ones that people were always talking kind of like, you're telling your friend about your inside skinny, right? Like I still think that's what Shen is about. But it was really struggling in the beginning. Like the first year and a half, people would walk in and be like, what's this $180 cleanser I've never heard of? It's organic. (laughs) I'll just go to Whole Foods. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. That was the thought then. And it's not that long ago. And so it wasn't. And how I found the brands then were one, because I used to travel all the time for work and for personal. And then my ex-husband works in music industry. So anytime they were on tour, we'd, I'd go around with the, with the kids, right? And I'd go into all the little pharmacies and dig and dig and dig. And internet shopping wasn't as prevalent as it is now. And there was no Instagram or I don't even know Pinterest was around then. But, you know, there wasn't, it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. But you weren't buying like Vichy and La Roche-Posay. You were finding even more. Yes, but like so I what was the thing Bioderma, right? But okay. I brought in Amanda Lacey and like little tiny brands like Mrs. White's Unstung Hero, a bug spray has been exclusive to me in the US for 11 that is. years. Wait, it's, I need that. We talk about the bug spray all the time on this it's show. It's the best bug spray. It's in a beautiful glass bottle. It's called Mrs. White's Unstung Hero. It smells like a lemon tea fragrance. It's, you know. Who's Mrs. White? Mrs. So it's a store called Rulier White in, outside of London. And it's just this tiny little creation of all these different brands. It's where uh, the royal family get their fragrances from, actually. He's one of the largest fragrance uh not distributors, but retailers in all of the UK. Everyone goes to him. And he has homewares and stuff. And he started this little brand called Mrs. White's. And it's like hand soap and hand lotion and, you know, spider spray and floor cleaner. I love that. And I found this bug spray. 
And it, and it really works because I really, really I, I'm works. a deep gal. No, nope. I'm sorry. I'm not a deep gal and I can promise okay. you it works. And my kids mm. use it. It's $38, but it's in a glass bottle with a beautiful label. So like I always say in the summer, buy this and bring it as your hostess gift. Don't buy a bottle of wine that you're going to drink. Like <laughs> that's a pretty nice idea. Do you, don't I do bring like a that. candle and don't bring a bottle I'm of wine. A can, yeah. Right? Uh-oh, yeah. I'm or guilty flowers, of the candle. Well, I'm going to bring that next time. I'm a candle re-gifter because I get so many. So. <laughs> don't give away our secrets, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, we don't talk about that. But, but that's was, a good example <laughs> of the process, which is like you were in town, you heard from somebody about this little yeah, shop, totally. you picked out the quirkiest little thing there. Yeah. Just one thing. Are there people who you ask, you know, like what, like that are non-beauty people? Like, what do you, you know, what do you buy? Like, who are kind of like your secret sources? Maybe not so secret after this, but. Now, like, for example, Romy Soleimani, the makeup artist, she emailed, we're friends, she lives in my neighborhood. She emailed me yesterday and said, hey, or text me, I have two brands that I think you should meet. And I was like, mm. send me the links. So she sent me the links. I was like, make the intros. I like them. So then, so mm. that's one way now. Sometimes it's, you know, being up in the middle of the night and going into that Instagram deep dive and mm. finding some random little brand on some blogger that I've never heard of in Timbuktu is posted this lip balm and I like reach out to the lip balm company. Do you ever buy just one skew from a brand? All the time. That's kind of like the Space NK model. That was so cool. It was. And I don't, I've started bringing in more items from brands just because we're a bigger space and we are now catering to such a larger population via email and retail. So I'm having to add more assortment from brands, but I typically really curate it to be what we need. So like I would never bring in another acne brand at the same price point if I already have one and it works and it's selling really well. What is mm-hmm. it? I mean, I'm just using that as an example. Oh, but, I got excited. I um, like, what acne brand? <laughs> but I have to say the Environ Cebu line, the purple line, it's not clean, but my God, my son is 12 and he's having like hormonal and that stuff works. Oh, Cebu, um, like sebum, I bet. Is yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Um, but like I would never, they, when you walk into the store, when you look on the site, it's seem, it can seem very overwhelming because we probably have over a thousand SKUs, but there's really not a lot of cross between them. Got it. So, okay, you mentioned the bug spray. What are some other goodies that have been like really your discoveries? Ilia, I launched. I was mm-hmm. the first retailer. Six of each, six lipsticks. I took six of each lipstick, so 36 on consignment. And I sold out in a week. Okay. That's one. And, did it, and when you say you sold out in a week, was that success of the website or is that people popping into your store and being like, oh, I love That was this. just Carol Burns. Carol Burns. Oh. No, I did never. I The only time that I've really focused on e-com is since covid Okay. Because I had no choice. But prior to that, my econ site was like, who cares? Like right now we're building an entire new site, which will launch in March, which in my mind costs the same as a physical brick and mortar to uphold. Like the costs that go into digital is so much more than retail. So Ilya, I launched. uh, Then like another big one, I would say in terms of cosmetics would be Kosas. My friend, Stephanie Lang, who just did that. She's the director of Physical. You know that new TV show that's so good? Oh, with, um, what's her name, Rose Byrne? Yes, with Rose Byrne. I love her. Yeah. Who also lives in Cobble Hill. But um, (laughs) she's a friend of mine, and she had given me these lipsticks at lunch one day. And she was like, my friend, his wife is launching this lipstick brand. Will you just look at it? And I was like, sure. Two weeks later, she called me. She's like, did you look at the lipsticks she's asking me? I was like, oh my God, they're sitting right here. Let me look at them. I opened them. I'm like, I love them. Make an introduction. So we launched Kosas. Youth to the People, Joe and Greg, I was their first retailer. Amanda Lacey, I was, I think I still am her first retailer in the U.S. I'm not familiar with Amanda Lacey. What brand is, what's that brand about? Amanda Lacey is one of the most famous, like, 
secret estheticians in the... I had a facial with her in London. And? She's, yeah, she had a really nice space. Yeah. In her, did you go to her apartment? I, I went to a place... I don't think it was... No, I don't think it was her apartment because it had like a little front room with products. It didn't feel like an apartment. It was... Okay. I think it was in Kensington. Yeah, she. I remember getting off of the South Kent stop. Down, st- down the stairs. Yeah, that's her yeah. apartment. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Okay, this was a long time yeah. ago. So she's always done it. Well, she used to have a store, but I mean, eight, like fifteen years ago, where she did treatments uh-huh. out of. But yeah, for the last like ten, it's been out of her apartment. So I launched her uh, most recently. By knocked, I launched exclusive. I think I was the first retailer for Sturm. Pretty positive, but I'm not 100%. But BB always You're naming says that all European. Me. Do you still stick to that? I do. Or mostly European, it sounds. Yeah. I, I try and stick to the European brands because they are clean, they're more regulated in terms could, of cleanliness. Yes, and we could go down that whole route with you, but I would rather focus on I don't on want your... to go down that route, but like, <laughs> just so everyone is very clear, Shen did start out organic and natural when natural actually kind of meant something. As the time has gone on, we I call it the flexitarian beauty shop. So <laughs> we, like I took the food term, we sell everything from organic to skinceuticals. Right. And it's like five SKUs of SkinCeuticals we sell. And it's just the, the ones that we know they work, they're workhorses. And it's because I truly believe that every woman is a flexitarian. Like I go to the grocery store, as I'm sure you guys do, and you buy all organic groceries. But then you go to eat, eat those groceries aren't. Jess like, is making a face like you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> that food's not no, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. We had a hair scientist on. She was like, people do all natural and then they go to McDonald's. Like, yeah, it's like... Flexitarian. It, you know, yeah. Yeah. Flexitarian. That's like the only term for it. And, I get it. And like, don't lie and say you don't get Botox when your forehead doesn't move, but you only want organic products. Like, okay, like you want that spot off your face. You need a chemical to get that sunspot off your face or a laser. Like, let's make our... Let's not... Let's stop shaming people. I feel like there's a lot of shame around, around it now. And women are like, I can't use that. It has parabens. Well, there's plant drive parabens as well. So it's just sort of this thing where I feel like there's enough bullshit in the world. Just do what makes you feel good about yourself. And if that sunspot really bothers you and you need to use a chemical to get rid of it, but you feel better about yourself, that's more important than that small percentage of chemical going onto your skin. I can't believe that like we're in a place where people feel badly about that. Oh my you god. You have no idea. There's so many there's so many like real things to be upset about. They talk about they come in and talk about it all the time. Oh my god. everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. 
Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, everyone... I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Okay, question for you. What do you know? Like, how, how do you identify? Like, okay, like, let's say when you, you know, got your when, when Rose Byrne calls you up and she was like, "Did you look at the lipsticks?" And you open them up and you're like, "Oh yeah, baby!" Like, make an intro. Like, how did you know that? Like, besides the fact that you know your friend is giving you a call, <laughs> tell I you, wish Rose Byrne would call this me because I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> <laughs> but like. How do you know when something's going to be a hit? Like, how do you really know? Okay, like let's let's put this on the shop because like that's a you know that's a risk. That's oh, you know. And I've shop space. some dogs. Let me tell you, I'm not perfect. <laughs> like you can tell us after we we uh, you know. I mean, I pick some dogs. Up. Who hasn't? Right. Um, <laughs> some dogs. <laughs> I mean, I date some dogs. I pick some dogs in beauty. <gasps> you can't get rid of the dogs. You know. <gasps> I would say it's more so like. At the time of Kosas, for example, I was looking for a, a clean, smaller, more niche color brand, right? Like I was on the hunt for one. And then I met Sheena and I was like, she's pretty, she's smart, cleaner formulations. This is going to go somewhere. And the products are really nice. And if she still only had six lipsticks or five lipsticks when she launched too. So it's not that big of a risk, right? Okay. Like when Romy sent me these two brands that I'm not going to say what they are because they're not out yet. 
but one of them mm-hmm. is a celebrity hairstylist and the, it's priced right. The packaging is really nice. I was like, please send me this brand. I need to try packaging. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would say that the number one thing. Celebrity. I'm like, now I'm trying to think. Number celebrity. one thing that people look at and anyone who says otherwise is just either dumb or flat out lying is the packaging. Like, I'm sorry, we're all visual. You looking at it and you you like it. It's something like a Paula's Choice that you know it works. You'll order it on Amazon over and over and over again. But if you walk into a store, you're engaged by color or by, you know, the bottle or something like that. So number one is packaging. Like, is it nice on the eye? Do you want to look at it? If that's a yes, then it's, okay, what's the product? Do we need it in the assortment? Is it something we're missing? Would our customers like it? Then it's, is the price point right? What are the ingredients? And then it's, does it work? Like the efficacy of it. So Mm -hmm. if, for example, it would be for my skin, I would take it home and try it and then pass it around to, you know, other people, employees, friends to try and get their feedback. If it's something like an acne line, I don't have acne, I pass it out to like my son and his friends and maybe one person at work, you know, at the office who has it. And then we kind of pool and see if it worked. But the last and final thing is dealing with the founder, because at that point, if I'm going to bring on your brand, we're now dating. And that means that we have to play nice in the sandbox. I'm I'm thinking there's probably people listening to this who are small brand owners or, um, you know, wanting to make it big. What would you tell them? Like, what's a red flag to you when you see a brand doing something? You're like, stop doing that if you want to be successful. Give them some advice. I would say number one, like don't call my personal cell phone if you get a hold of the number. Interesting. Because I feel like a lot of people tell entrepreneurs like anything you can do to get, make that connection. Email me, but don't call okay. my cell phone. Don't text <laughs> me. And if you're going to email me because you got my email, totally fine. But make sure it's my Shen email, not my personal email that's only used for my child communication and how you got that. So keep it professional. No, Keep it professional. And then, you know, I got an email the other day from somebody that said, oh, hi, I'm from California too. I saw that you were here in the month of July with your sons, Carter and Everett at blah, 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 blah. I would really love to, and that's offensive to me. Like, yes, my Instagram is public, but there's also some sort of thing where I'm not a celebrity. I just own a beauty store. Like, please don't reference my kids' names in It's also like, you're not a genius. Anybody who looked at my Instagram could have figured that out. Yeah, so I just responded. I said, you know what? I feel very offended by that. Thank you so much, but I don't think we should work together. Like, that's a line you just don't cross. I think in any... in any yeah, situation. You wouldn't have played nice in the sandbox with her. I just or don't. Or him. I, or I them. It doesn't make me feel comfortable, you know? I got it. Respect um, the boundaries. Respect the boundaries. And then, like, if I don't follow up with you, like, send a nice follow-up email, not the next day. I saw the products arrived. How were they? Give me a week to try the products. Like, there's a million product advice. submissions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I would say, like, hone in on your story. Like, if I ask you a question, you should be able to answer it. Who's your customer? What's your product assortment? What's your growth plan? Like, what's your strategy? What what other retailers are you going into? You know, do you see, like, you're, you know, adding another eye cream? What's your ingredient messaging? And I would say right now, one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is just of recent, is people claiming, claiming sustainability. It's almost like the natural term. It's natural. Mm-hmm. It's natural. Now everyone's saying it's sustainable. Mm, honey, your product in a PET is not, it's going to be here when the world explodes. It's not fully yeah, what, what do people, what are they describing as sustainable? What do you think they're thinking is? I have a cardboard box yeah. instead of a plastic box? Like they box? choose one thing. And in my mind, I believe that if you're going to claim sustainability, you need to be authentic in your messaging. So like we are working towards being sustainable in, you know, packaging, formula, ingredient sourcing, carbon emissions and shipping, filling, et cetera. But this, our packaging is fully recyclable and, you know, made from recycled materials. Next year, we plan on doing refillables. In the following year, we are going to make sure that all our ingredient sources are sustainably sourced. You know, like be authentic because you're not. So my FSC carton alone is not going to 
cut it for you? <laughs> like, no, like, you know, it. the one brand that I think is truly the, and I hope somebody tells me I'm wrong because I'm looking for one. The only brand that I found that is truly, truly sustainable is Irene Forte's brand. She grows all the ingredients on their own farms in Italy. The chemist is in Italy, so all the ingredients are grown and then moved over to the chemist in Italy. The glass is blown in Italy. It's now all refillable components. The products are all organic, the way, like 100% organic with now she's doing clinicals on them. The, the secondary packaging is all recycled paper, paper and can be recycled. So one, it's all made in Italy right? Mm -hmm. And then it's shipped out. So that's also a sustainable story is your carbon like emissions. Like carbon, it's not moving yeah. your product, your packaging from China on a boat to this and to the da, 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 which mm -hmm. most people do because that's the really the only way. So like just be authentic in your messaging and like, yes, our packaging is recyclable, but this part isn't. And we're working to make it that, but we don't have enough money to do that because it requires certain manufacturing, whatever, like who cares? Just be honest. Yeah. Be authentic. Know your story. Respect people's boundaries. This is all Respect very people's good boundaries. <laughs> Do you think that's a beauty thing or is it like that in fashion too? Like, I wonder like if you're in banking or some other or, or entertainment, I, I don't know. Oh, I can I, tell I, you I, in entertainment that anybody who wants like a record contract or a manager, they hound them the same way. So maybe it's just like a, somebody trying to get into the business. Yeah, like I, I have like a lot of sympathy for the person on the other side, but I also understand um, it's a very thin line with the boundary. And I, I understand how you feel with certainly with the children aspect. Certainly like I have a child of my own and I wouldn't want somebody to be like, I saw you guys were at the playground. Lake looked so cute in those overalls, you know, <laughs> it's a bit scary. Yeah, like, okay. but, yeah but I but yeah, I, I think as somebody trying to get in the door, um it's difficult and it, it, it's a thin line and it's it's a judgment call. Yeah, and I, I don't mind like a DM through Instagram, like, hey, I emailed you, haven't heard back. Here, yeah. Here's the like check out our viewer profile above if you have a moment. Like totally cool. No big yeah. deal. But I yeah. just feel like the referencing of the children and calling my personal cell phone and then email oh, yeah, after yeah. email after email after email, like clearly by the fourth email, if I haven't responded, I'm busy and I don't want your brand. Otherwise, I would have called you back. So four is the magic number, everyone. Four. Five, <laughs> if, ten, you, if, you a, if you need a clear numeral to adhere to. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So I am also curious about like the whole shopping experience because we've talked a lot on this show about you know is retail dead and when I say retail I mean like walking to a store walking into a store now you've just invested in a much bigger store so you must you know believe there's some life in there yet but I want to know how people have changed their habits when going into a store I actually like engaging with a person but maybe I'm maybe I'm old school what do you think are people engaging with your with your sales team? I think I'm along. I think I'm old school too. I can barely work a cell phone. So like you know, um, I would say that I am brick and mortar first and digital second. When I opened Shen, we didn't have a digital presence at all. Not until a year and a half later. So that's number one. I believe in touching the consumer and creating a community. Shen mm -hmm. was built on the community of Brooklyn. Um, and the loyalty of our consumers and really helping them with their journey. I think that that's best done in person because you can understand them. I also could never buy beauty online. Like I can't feel it, touch it, smell it. It's the most it's sensorial. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sensorial. That's the word. It is. It is. Like, it's so nuanced. Like the way like a, a cream breaks or yeah. like the way like something dries down. You know, that's not to say like it's a bad idea to buy beauty products online. I mean, we've we've all do it and have done it, but that conversation like with your with your team, like how are they engaging during COVID? Like how has that changed at all? I mean, I have an e-com store, right? So obviously we sell. But I think that I okay, so when I was doing this new store, I was supposed to open in April and then we didn't open until September of last year because COVID shut us down. There was not a day that go, went by that thought, 
am I really opening a retail store? This is really <laughs> stupid. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I think people crave human interaction more and more now than ever because of they're constantly on a screen, be it your cell phone, watching TV, computers. They're not engaged with people. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. And I have a 12-year-old boy, so I really hate it. Mm. And he's on TikTok. Like, it is not good. So I would, and during COVID, while I was hemming and hawing and all the construction delays, I was listening to, I was getting ready to do a business of fashion pod, uh, interview. Um, and so I was listening to the Mark Jacobs one. And mm. it was so relevant to me because it was all about in-person shopping and how important it is and how does anybody not feel so good walking out of the store, walking into a store and feeling the fur or the cashmere or the leather and putting it on and walking out with your bag. Like there's no better feeling than that than like click, buy, oh, it shows up in the mail. It's just not as... It's like you're climactic. Yeah, it's like, bleh. It's kind of like, wah, wah. So I, I, I think... Number one, like when we first opened the new store in September, it was real tough. I was nervous people were going to come in. COVID was at the height. You know, we had shields and masks, and I installed a 90000 almost $90,000 hospital-grade sanitary air system in the store. You know, thank God I was mid-construction, but not really because I was wasted money. Well, not wasted because it's useful, but... No one wanted to get services, and we had gone from one service room to four service rooms. So that was really concerning. Um, I was really nervous about that. And my biggest fear was how do you test your beauty? Because if you can't test your beauty, then there's no fucking point of going into a store. Right? Like, yeah, I'll stick my finger in it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just shop online. <laughs> Using a spatula, of course. Yeah. So, like, I, and I'm totally going to call. Jen's them. running around with a little Let's finger be honest, and everything. I worked at Sephora. They don't use the spatulas. You, like, hand them to the people and they still stick their finger in it's, there. Okay. So, that's the only place that I will actively call out. They're publicly owned and they're so huge, they'll not, they won't fail. Their fucking tester system is so gross. It's like every oh lipstick is like jammed into the gondola. It was a constant struggle. I mean, it is like, I feel like I'm going to get herpes by walking in there. Like people are like going like this. Like it's so gross. So I was all, always a super neurotic tester person at our store, like everything prior to COVID. And I oversaw beauty for um, a mass retailer. And my assistant, side note, said to me one day, I was, we were doing store visits and she said, do you know what your nickname is? And I said, what? And she said, it's the duster. She goes, everyone says the duster's on her way today. And I was like, what does that even mean? And she's like, because you walk into the store and the first thing you do is walk over to the beauty displays and you run your finger along it to see how much, and you look at it to see how dirty they are. And I'm like, and? Like, why is that a problem? And she's like, you don't Quality care? Quality control. And I said, no, it's cleanliness. That's disgusting. Who wants to buy dirty beauty? No, I love that. So that's like my nickname from a mass company that I was working on. And I'm like that in my own store. So my biggest fear was how do I test her beauty in COVID? No one's going to want to shop because they don't need to. And I was up during my witching hours, which seemed to get worse and worse. And it was like 3 a.m. <laughs> witching hours. You don't understand. It was like 3 a.m. and I was sitting on my deck staring at the you know, stars going, am I jumping today or am I going back to bed and fighting for the store, right? It's like one of those. And then I was like... I had just gotten presented with the art. So we have this beautiful art in the store by this artist, Petra Borner. And when I first got it sent to me, I was like, this is not good. It's way too androgynous. Like, it's not like, they almost look like men. I'm selling beauty to women. And it was at 3.30 in the morning where I was like, then I started Googling, Google imaging her. And I realized that I liked the art more because it was androgynous and it wasn't your typical cherub beauty or like ad campaign of a beautiful like blonde skinny girl, you know, it was different. Mm -hmm. And we were painting them on the walls rather than on canvas in a frame to make it part of an experience. And I came across a picture of her holding a painter's palette. And I was like, oh, fuck, art, makeup artist, artist? 
hello. And like on photo shoots backstage, all those makeup artists smash their lipsticks into the thing, right? And they mix their colors. So our whole store is plywood. It's birch ply. And I had painter's palettes made in birch ply and glazed over. So you take a spatula, you cut a piece of the lipstick, like a makeup spatula, and you put it on. And then we have these individual biodegradable bamboo makeup brushes. So lip, eyeliner, mascara, et cetera. And then they can play with their own makeup palette and still be able to tester it. The testers don't look good, but you're not allowed to touch them because they're being sliced off. And the palette cues you to be like, your palette's for playing, not the tester. Yeah, it's fun. Totally. And so then for skincare, we have the painters, like just plain little white ones with the six holes. And we drop the serums in there and line them up next to it. And they then take it and play with it and experience it. So they're not touching it. So, and it actually became this sort of like, really playful thing in the beginning that people were really loving because they could no one was testing beauty and it was an experience it also feels more cohesive yeah. like you know this whole beauty art like, totally. and it's thing. like what the truth of makeup is and beauty is mm-hmm. it should be playful and fun and engaging it shouldn't be so like don't use this ingredient you're gonna die so I and and people just loved it and it really is cohesive with what the store is. So it worked and it's sanitary and that's how we're testing it and people love it. Very cool. Yeah. I want to ask you about some more products before we go. You gave us a couple goodies and I learned some new stuff, but can I ask what are like, it's a discovery store. It's, you know, I know it's a discovery store, Mm -hmm. but there must be products that people keep coming back for. Like what are some of your like, oh, if it weren't for this skew, we would have gone out of business last month. (laughs) I mean, so... Yes. So I would say there's a few. Binoct Glass Serum is definitely our number one selling hyaluronic serum across the board. Um, It has eight strains, eight different molecular weights of hyaluronic acid. Then is their red oil. We probably sell one to two a day. Ven? Ven, V-E-N-N. It's a Korean oh, brand. Oh, yes. It's mm-hmm. completely clean. I launched it for Brian. It's He's the loveliest person. It's the loveliest brand. Every formula has clinicals against it. And it's just like, it's not super thick. So it can be everybody. It's just unbelievable. Uh, Supernal, people really love. I launched that for Melissa and we just can't keep it in stock. Vintners, we probably sell like one to two a day. April's Vintners Daughter, the original serum. Virtue, hair care. We launched Virtue as the first retailer. Lots of Virtue hair care. I mean, I could go on forever. No, those are good ones. Now I want to hear about the, not the dogs. I'm talking about the unsung Mm. heroes that like, you're like, why aren't more people buying this? That you're like, want to shout out. Okay, so, well, first of all, I launched this brand last year called Manta, which we can't keep in stock which every single person on the planet needs. um, (laughs) And I'm not kidding. It's like- Big words. (laughs) $36, I think. It's a hairbrush. And it's kind of like what Tangle Teaser was, but it was created by a hairdresser in London for his wife who was undergoing chemo and her hair was falling out. So it helps, like the more, and it's silicone, so it molds to the shape of your head as you brush your hair. You can use it Mm -hmm. in the shower or not. And the more you use it, the less hair falls out. And it's $36. And I think I have like them all over. I even use, have one for the dog. Like everyone needs it. I think I need a Manta. I'll send you one. They're the best things ever. And even um, they work really well on African-American black hair. Like, like, great. And then, uh, but I think the unsung heroes that are great. Like I love Alpen's eye cream. I personally love it. It's not expensive and it has that mica in it. So it gives you that like RMS luminizer at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Lernberger Staffsing SOS Repair Cream going into winter. Oh, this is a new one for me. Lernberger Staffsing? Is yeah, this so a German I, company? German. They're two guys. I launched them exclusively a couple of years ago. The, we came, the products are just priced to sell, but they're also really good with that product. It's like amazing. And not like nobody really buys it. Well, actually they do. They do, but it's really fucking good. <laughs> What else? I mean, there's so, so many. I love, I'm trying to like visualize the shelving in the store. Mm -hmm. 
like Youth for the People's Cleanser. I mean, we sell it out the door and it's sold worldwide, but that's just an easy buy. I think Goldfadden's Bright Eyes also is an unsung. Goldfadden, I haven't talked about them in a while. I love Lisa and Lauren and that Bright Eyes really works and it's like 60 bucks. Like their products are so good. And there's like the formulations are so good, they smell so good, and they work. Like that's an that brand is fantastic. Love that brand. The everything in it. What else? I mean, uh, Supercore, which is a bath mitt. It's mix a take a loofah and a dry brush and put it in one, and it's antibacterial, antimicrobial. It's like thirty four bucks. I use it every day and it helps with the keratosis on the back of my arms. You do that dry before you get in the shower? No, I don't have time to do five minutes or three oh, minutes. Because that's what they always say about dry brushing. And I'm like, oh, but yeah, I'm, no. you know, you're already no in the shower. No one has the time. So, this so you're is in like, the shower and use it. Yeah, it's like a cross between those hideous, like early 90s loofahs that are like, you know, bacteria sponges yeah. and a dry Ooh. brush. Like it's a cross, it gives you the effects of both. But it's made. But out you could of put this, your shower gel on it and use yeah, it like that. It's meant to be in the well, shower, that and fun. it's made out of antibacterial, antimicrobial material. And it's like a little stiffer than a loofah, but not as strong. It's oh, I like a like. Yeah, hurt me a little. Good. I like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Gossamer. 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 Mm-hmm. That. Oh, Dossamer. Gossamer Verena's line. It's a CBD sleep product. Dusk. It's um. Hers is made in, like, I don't sell a lot of CBD because it's like, there's so many CBD brands, but hers is made with, like, real scientists and doctors involved. I thought you were going to say real THC, and I was like, no wonder. Has a, has a little bit. I like the real <laughs> That's THC. what they do say with the CBD. You want the, all the different levels mm-hmm. that are from the plant naturally. Absolutely. It won't get you high, though, right? No, it won't get you high. You'll just put you I sleep. wish. Um, from California. <laughs> um, MBR's liquid surgery. And the reason why we don't sell so many of it is because it's $1,960. You might as well just get surgery. Well, liquid surgery. Hence the name. Ah. You're supposed to use it only three months a year. So one bottle <laughs> would last you a month. But basically, it's kind of like a tree absorbs carbon monoxide and spits out oxygen. This puts oxygen into your skin. and it Why only use it works. three months out of the year? That's what they say. I've, I used it for it's six It's too powerful. Months. It's really powerful. But I used it for six months. And let me tell you, after two months, you notice a complete change in your skin. Shit, shit fucking works. Okay, somebody on the podcast, buy it and then use it and then tell us how it was. I mean... Oh, we don't believe Jessica? I... Well, you also... <laughs> I just told you. But the other thing is, look, like, I'm I'm going to be 37 next month. So I'm also... Like, it'd be interesting to see somebody else try it that was a little older. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, That's I, a good point. Ideo that we just launched is all based on the neurology of skin and the packaging. Chris did it. It's actually incredible. Incredible. And it's like all based on the neurology of skin. And when I saw, when I got sent the product, I was like, these people aren't even in beauty. This doesn't make sense. Send me the science behind it. And he was the number one guy researcher for Alzheimer's. And he sent me a picture of his wife who was like, I think 78. And she had used the product for nine months, I believe. And her whole side of her face was lifted up. Oh, she only used it on one side she of her face. She did it on one side of her face. This is a true scientist here. I love that. True, he was like a Harvard, MIT. Poor wife though. She had to walk around with like half her face yeah. not looking as good. And it, so that product is new, but it, it's amazing. And then- oh, that's cool. The other one, like, let's just talk about sex for a minute because I, you know, love creating sexual wellness categories for other retailers, but for my own, I keep it really small. And I launched this product exclusively. It's now in a couple of other retailers called Vella, V-E-L-L-A. And it's created by the guy who created Cialis and Viagra. He's a scientist. I hope so. So it's a sup- is it a supplement? No, it's a it's CBD a serum that you serum. put on the outside, like it's on a vulva your, serum. Oh, no, your vulva, yes, like your clitoris okay. vulva serum. You leave it on anywhere from ten to twenty minutes, and then you have sex or use a vibrator. What happens? I'll send you one. You tell me. <laughs> Her face was priceless. <laughs> You have it's, it's, but things She's are smiling. happening. Like things are happening. 
I don't think I'd have sex without it now. <laughs> okay, really? Yeah. So you need a 20-minute 20, 20 warning. Let's just, well, it, it, everybody's different, right? So, like, I left it on for 15 minutes, had sex, had, well, actually, I used a vibrator. And funny story is my friend had come over and I was done and she was like, what's that noise? I was like, oh, I got sent this new vibrator and I was just using the serum. It was crazy, but I can't figure out how to turn it off. So it's vibrating in the bathroom. (laughs) She was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, can you figure out how to turn it off? (laughs) Yes, the serum is great. (laughs) But I will tell you this. Just like left. I just left it. I was like, it'll run out of batteries. We'll go to lunch. I will tell you this. I told a bunch of mom friends about it and every single mom friend that I've told about it in the last few months since we've bought it has purchased it again. Every single one. Okay. So as we were doing this podcast, I was thinking, oh, she'll talk about a good new lipstick. I'm coming out of this podcast like, all right, go to Shen to buy the Vela serum. You've honestly got no idea. People are going to be like banging down the door at Shen, like opening hours. We sold out of, I'm not even going to tell you how many units because it was more than I wanted to buy, but I was so obsessed with the product and I started talking to everyone in the store about it and then I gave them each one. And one of the estheticians like, she she came in and was like, shit doesn't work. And I was like, how'd you use it? And she's like, I put it on and had sex. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. You have to leave it on for at least 10 minutes. It has to like do (laughs) its direction. What's wrong with you? So then she did it again and came in the next day. She's like, I I need like gallons of that. I will never not have sex. Like I had multiple orgasms. I mean, shit is unbelievable. I mean, look. This is so funny. It's saving women's sex lives. If this scientist can get, get a man's penis to stay up, why can he not help a woman come? That's my sort of thought process on it. I love that um, we started out and I was like, well, how do you find them? You're like, it's the word of mouth stuff. And here we are getting to the end of the interview. And this is exactly the kind of like case study that is what you do, right? Like here you are telling two friends about Vela. You know, I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to tell somebody else for this podcast and they're going to try it. I it's, promise yeah, every single I trust single that more than like a fancy there. marketing campaign. Tell a woman, like Estee Lauder, like tell a woman. Totally. But- tell a, telegraph. Oh yeah, wouldn't we friend, just break the perfume bottle so people could actually smell it for themselves in the store? Totally. Yeah. Like I promise you, whoever buys it and doesn't have an orgasm with it, I think they even will like, I I can ask for a refund and I'll give them their money back. But like, not like- <laughs> She's digging into her own pockets. Not like how Monica- Shen, Shen doesn't promise that, but the brand itself yeah, talks about it. Not them. like how Monica came in and was like, shit doesn't work, right? Like you didn't listen to how you're supposed right to use way. it. Yeah. She had user error, yes. And there's no taste to it either. So you oh, can use smart. it with a partner. So there's no taste, no weird residue, no nothing. Promise, I promise. Love it, love it. I think we have to end on that note. Wow. But next year we're not <laughs> that was done. generous of you. We got to do our fat mascara five with you. Okay. Oh. Questions we ask everybody. It's a speed yes. round. This is a quick speed round. Okay. What was the first beauty product you remember falling in love with? My mom's uh, fragrance. She swear Cartier Panther, and it mm-hmm. still reminds me. Of Chic. Her. Yeah. If there were one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would it be? In beauty. No, it could just be anything. Oh, God. But I like that you thought beauty first. It could be beauty if you, if you, I, if you want to In beauty, I would say stop like thinking that every product that your advertises or your friend tells you about isn't gonna, is going to work for you too. Everyone's so different. You don't know how your skin's going to react. But in life, I think, especially now, it's like just, can you just lead with kindness and like, just try and like start out nice. Like don't come in so hot. Like everyone, I think maybe it's like- <laughs> Everyone's coming in hot everyone now. Everyone's hot. Like they're so angry. Like they're driving down the street or they're coming in, <gasps> they're all in a hurry. And it's like, it's COVID. I've got, to, I'm a single mom. I've got two Breaths. kids. I'm Let's working my ass breath. off. Like everybody yeah. just- whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at what you're saying. I'm laughing at the like coming in hot. It's like coming in hot. Like it's just like, whoa, man, like- just everybody, just please, like, take it easy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite snack? Oh, okay. That's a hard one for me because there's not food in my house, but I'm a snacker. <laughs> like, everyone knows in my house, it's called the stoner drawer, and now it's turned into a stoner <laughs> cabinet. Uh, I live on snacks. I don't really like meals. Uh, tamari almonds, um, 
these little like crunchy things from the Asian deli, uh, a seaweed, like... It's very healthy. It's like the healthy but salty, drawer. Salty, a little yeah. umami yeah. vibes yeah. too. Frozen, frozen red grapes because they taste like candy. Oh, it's a health, healthy house. I don't like, like, I don't feel good when I eat. I have vitiligo, so I also try and stay away from it. But okay. growing up, I... Growing up in California, I wasn't allowed to eat it. So, like, it doesn't make me feel good when I eat junk food. So, I, oh, I can't right, really yeah, eat it. The wheat. Yeah, okay, I'm not allergic to anything. Yeah. I just, like, it doesn't make me feel good. So, oh, I get it. Mm. Yeah, no, I could tell. Very healthy person. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, Diet Coke is, is my vice. <laughs> what is the most played song on your favorite playlist right now? Oh, it's always the same one Beast of Burden, Rolling Stones. Oh, Hands such down. a goodie. Great. If there were to be a movie made of your life, who would narrate it? Oh my God. That's really hard. Who would narrate it? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who would be... I would love for it to be like a, a Morgan Freeman because I love his voice. But I honestly, I don't know who would narrate it. I don't I'm know. just picturing Morgan talking about the Vela serum and like the closing. Maybe like scene a Charlize Theron then, because I'm kind Ooh. of secretly obsessed with her. That's cool. That's a good one. Because she's yeah. like so not in the game and really like in her own little world and kind of private, and she has a really nice voice. I like that. She does have a really nice voice. I do not. She? Sorry, people, for having to listen to me. Yeah. So maybe Charlize nice Theron. Voice. But. I, yeah, maybe a Morgan Freeman because it's like calm, but he gets the point across. Uh, yeah. I would say the same about you. Nice. You have a lovely voice. It's been a lovely yeah, conversation. What are you talking about? Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, girls. Thank you, Jessica. And Jessica. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.